My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bundjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Monday the 11th of September. I'm Just Sam. And I'm Just Zara. And we are going back to basics because that's what you told us you preferred. Love so it, thank Just you Zara. for that feedback. So you might have been hearing stories like this in the news over the last few weeks. There's a new twist in the ongoing Qatar Airways saga. The embattled transport. Minister couldn't escape an old decision to reject a request from Qatar Airways to increase its flights into Australia. From political transparency to allegations of traumatic unlawful actions associated with Qatar Airways, there is a lot of different angles to unpack in this story. We're going to do all of that in today's deep dive, but first, the headlines. The death toll from the earthquake in Morocco has now exceeded 2,000 people with over 1,400 people in a critical condition. The magnitude 7.2 earthquake was the most severe in the country in over 60 years, with many residents in affected areas sleeping in the streets and parks for fear of further building collapses. A number of international organisations, including the UN and the World Bank, have offered their full support. Dimex has warned customers that personal data may have been leaked following the cyber breach last week. Customers were asked to change their passwords and monitor their bank accounts after they were made aware of the breach last Wednesday. An investigation into what happened has now commenced. The New South Wales Government and New South Wales Teachers Federation Council have reached an agreement to increase the pay of the state's teachers from the 9th of October, with a base salary now increasing by nearly $10,000 to $85,000 a year. It means teachers in New South Wales will have the highest salaries in the country and will also see school counsellors and casual teachers receive a pay bump. For more on the background of this story, I've put a link to a previous episode of this podcast in today's show notes. And the good news, an island in the Great Barrier Reef has become the first of its kind to become carbon negative. It comes after a large-scale renewable energy system was completed on the Economy Island Education Centre. What this basically means is that the island is actually removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. So there's been a new story flying around, get it? That's been surrounded by some controversy. Too early in I know, the week sorry for that, about Sam. that. It's about Qatar Airways and the Australian government's decision not to allow them more flights. But what's interesting about this story is that it's not just about the decision made by politicians in Canberra. It also touches on other conversations we're having about political transparency, our rocky relationship with Qantas as well as allegations that made headlines last year about unlawful conduct associated with Qatar Airways. This is one of those stories that I've truthfully seen the headlines of many, many times. I'm feeling a bit of Qantas fatigue, Mm, I must say. I feel like we have been speaking and thinking and reading about Qantas so much that I think it's actually turned me off really reading into this story. So can you just help me understand the basics of this Qatar story and why my Qantas fatigue is even related. Well, Qantas plays a role, but the story starts with Qatar Airways. Mm -hmm. And it starts in October of last year when Qatar Airlines asked the Australian government for more flights into Australia. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? 
So they wanted to sell more routes and services in and out of the country. And they were specifically looking at in and out of Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. And to understand why that's even a question, why an airline needs to ask the government for permission, you need to understand a little more about how airlines operate. There's limits on how many planes can take off and land at airports. And that's all for a couple of reasons. One of them is to make sure that the number of flights in and out of the country actually matches up with the capacity that airports have. And I immediately think of gates and and queues at gates, so what the airport can process. But there are other reasons around border security and Australia's national interest. There's also some trade agreements flying around between some countries and making sure that the Australian airlines get a fair share of the market. That's why in 2022, Qatar Airways asked the Australian federal government if they could have an extra 21 weekly flights to Australia on top of the 28 they already had. But in July of this year, the Transport Minister, Catherine King, rejected their bid. All right, so what was the basis on which Catherine King made this decision? Like, why why would the government not want this? Well, that's the question that a lot of people have been asking the government and specifically the transport minister in the last couple of weeks. Towards the end of last month, the Australian Financial Review published some comments from the assistant treasurer, his name's Stephen Jones, saying that the decision not to allow Qatar Airways those extra flights was in the national interest. New information came to light when now former CEO of Qantas, Alan Joyce, was questioned at a Senate committee hearing. Joyce told the hearing that when the government was considering the request from Qatar, Qantas had contacted the government about the proposal. And we did put our case to the government and that granting a carrier doubling their traffic rights in the short term would cause distortion. And so what does Alan Joyce actually mean there? Distortion, what's he saying? So you have to remember that for Qantas, an increased number of Qatar Airways planes coming in and out of Australia means Qantas would have to work harder for their slice of the market. It also means if Qatar Airways offers lower airfares, it may put a downward pressure on Qantas's airfares. So why is that important? Why does it matter if Qantas made a recommendation to the government that it shouldn't accept Qatar's bid? Well, ultimately, what the opposition is saying is that by not allowing other airlines to enhance their services to Australians and by limiting airline competition, it's a bad result for Australian consumers. Shadow Finance Minister Jane Hume in particular has been making this argument. We know that that Qatar Airways decision, if it had have gone ahead, would have lowered the cost of airfares for all Australians. Okay, so that's one part of the story. But you did mention that there was another part to all of this, which is an allegation of unlawful actions that's been associated with Qatar Airways. Yeah, so this is a totally different side of the issue, but also we've learnt a new detail about it this week. And it relates to an incident we already knew about in Qatar in 2020. So a group of Australian women were pulled off a Qatar flight headed for Sydney and were invasively strip-searched. This came after a baby had been born prematurely and abandoned at a Qatari airport. And essentially, authorities were trying to work out what had happened. Some of those women have spoken about how it was an incredibly invasive and scary experience. And five of the women are in an ongoing legal dispute about the event. Now, the Minister for Transport, Catherine King, has now said that this event was a factor in her decision on Qatar and not allowing those extra flights into Australia. We now know that on the day the minister rejected the Qatar Airways bid, she also sent a letter to five of the women involved in that event at the Qatar airport back in 2020 to inform Mm. them of her decision. 
they had previously written That's to very her. very interesting. Well, they had written to her asking her not to accept Qatar's bid. With all of that in mind and with all of these factors at play, mm. where does that leave us? It's clearly been an issue for the government over the past couple of weeks. It's been a major issue for them, particularly with some of the bad PR coming out around the transparency of their decision-making. And so the coalition took to the Senate and they managed to get the numbers for it, a bid to launch a Senate inquiry into the government's decision on Qatar Airways. So undoubtedly, we're going to be hearing more about this when the committee presents its final report in October. That's all we've got time for on today's episode of The Daily Oz, but I hope you have a good start to the week. If you have some thoughts on today's episode, I'd love you to leave a comment in the little question box on Spotify if you're listening there. We'll be back again in your ears tomorrow. Until then, have a great Monday. 